welcome to UC Today. My name's David Dungate. Today I am with Scott Anderson from Intermedia. Welcome to the show, Scott. How are you? Thank you, David. I'm doing great. Nice to be here. Fantastic. So we're going to be talking about customer ownership for managed service providers today. I'm really, really excited about this conversation. I think it's really pertinent. Uh, but before we get into that, Scott, can you give us a brief introduction to yourself and Intermedia? Yeah, David. So I'm Scott Anderson. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer for Intermedia. Uh, we are a company, Cloud Communications. We're a company that sells unified communications and contact center. In fact, UC Today recently gave us the award of Best UCAS Provider, which we're very proud of and honored to have received. Um, we primarily sell through the channel, so have a lot of relationships with MSPs uh, and VARs. And although we sell to companies of all sizes, uh, SMBs are our sweet spot. Right. So uh, let's get into the conversation today. We're going to be talking about customer ownership for MSPs, but particularly uh, around uh, us all existing in this SaaS world that we do. Um, so let's put a bit of context on this, Scott. Uh, do you want to give us a bit of a, a bit of a rundown? Where, where have we come from when it comes to customer ownership um, in, in this MSP world? Um, you know, where, what kind of world have we been used to living in up to this point? Yeah, managed service providers, uh, you know, fulfill a, a significant need with, with businesses who um, don't want to or can't afford enterprise IT service organizations in-house. So uh, service providers have been great for servicing networking, IT, managed print, uh, security, you name it. And quite often those MSPs become trusted advisors to the businesses that they serve. Uh, local service and they're on premise and they're in there installing, upgrading, servicing software, hardware, etc. Uh, and it's it's a, a, a an industry that's um, been uh, very successful across the board and in countries around the globe. So um, tell me then, how I mean we're in this software as, software as a service world, or SaaS world now. And how is how has all of that changed, uh, particularly for these MSPs? Yeah, so in the world before SaaS, it was a relatively straightforward relationship between MSPs and their customers. So again, you go on, you go on site, uh, you may be upgrading software because the customer has you know, purchased the software, you gotta get access to their laptops, you gotta, for on-prem phone systems, you gotta open that closet and wire the closet, et cetera. The customer relationship was very straightforward. When SaaS comes in on board, um, there's a lot of reasons that end customers went to SaaS. Uh, you know, you have more flexibility. If you have an internet, uh, you can you can be served from anywhere. Software gets automatically upgraded, uh, security, all of that kind of thing. There, it's um, OpEx versus or CapEx versus OpEx, so it's easier for the accountants. All of that. So a lot of end customers switched over to SaaS. That complicates slightly the MSP uh, relationship with end customers because a lot of the SaaS providers want to have that end relationship uh, with the end customer uh, and bypass the managed service providers. Uh, what that means for a managed service provider is you kind of have a choice. You can decide not to play in that category. You can stay in your on-premise world. Chances are that's going to decline over time as SaaS becomes more and more prevalent. It's a way to go. Um, or you can act as an agent for those uh, suppliers. And if you act as an agent, then you get a commission and you're kind of a seller, but at the end of the day, that end supplier takes over the relationship 
with your customer. And in the model of MSPs that is established by trust, service, where you can have this relationship and you can expand your relationship to additional categories to increase your top line revenue, increase the value of your business. If you have a bunch of SaaS providers that take over the end relationship with your customer, um, they disaggregate you from your customer and that can create challenges for any MSPs business. So we see a lot of different business models uh, in channel. You know, we see that, that agent, that dealer model, uh, that we sometimes call it over here in the UK. Um, you know, what, why is that so important then for, for these MSPs to have that customer ownership? Um, you know, is it ultimately that important for them to have that ownership? Or, you know, should they just choose one of these other sort of um, models to, 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 to model their business on? You know, it's completely up to the MSP owner and, and senior leadership about the model that you want to take. Uh, obviously, many have um, gone with a, an, an agent or, or a dealership model. Um, the benefit that a customer ownership reseller model makes is uh, you still retain that customer ownership. You kind of get the best of both worlds. You get the you get the SaaS platform, the SaaS software, uh, which can allow you to grow your revenues very quickly, top line revenues. And you establish, you, you retain that relationship with your customer. The reason this is important, and by the way, the model is um, you buy wholesale and then you set your pricing, you set your bundling, you set your packaging. So you have a lot more flexibility as a business. The reason that's important is because uh, as you have that relationship with the customer, obviously that's important and that's key to growth of the business and establishing the trust for any service provider, but also it affords you the ability to expand into other categories. If you're in one category, unified communications, and want to go into contact center or networking or IT, managed print, security, you name it, having that relationship directly with that customer allows you to expand and, uh, and again, grow your business deepen the relationship with the customer, get more sticky with that customer, uh, that all comes with a, a customer ownership uh, resale model. Also, if you're sunsetting your business at some point in time and you want to sell it to somebody else, um, having those ownership and that relationship with your base and having a broad base, that's going to vastly increase the value of your business versus you've established that you've taken a commission and somebody else owns the customer that you used to own. Wow. So, I mean, MSPs then, they can... Can they have the best of both worlds, the SaaS world and the customer ownership? They can have the best of both worlds. Yes, they can have the best of both worlds, and some may not realize that. And again, it's whatever you want to do with your business, um, but it's important to be aware that there's multiple business models that you can have, and one of them is this best of both, both worlds. You can behave and, and operate in the way that you're used to as an MSP, and bring in that capability from a, a world-class SaaS provider, whether it's Unified Communications, Contact Center, or anything else. And the best of both worlds is really at your hands. So, Scott, this, this best of both worlds is uh, it's an interesting notion. But how does a supplier's brand fit into this whole equation? So that's actually a really good question, David, because there's multiple options also with um, the, the suppliers you go with with how you represent the brand. Um, for those companies that may have a well-recognized brand, perhaps you want to sell you know, with their brand. That's an option. Um, but other MSPs, particularly that we work with, they want to white label or private label the solutions that they sell. And what that means is their end customer, when they're looking at that MSP across any category, um, that MSP brands the solution so it's, it's, it's around their business and supports their business versus you know, having a... 
a, a whole litany of different brands from different suppliers that, that they're pushing through. So as an MSP, when you're considering the model, uh, your go-to-market model, uh, do check out the options of whether you want a private label, white label, uh, or um, surface the, the supplier's brand. That should be an option that you consider as a, as a business leader. Fantastic. Um, Scott, I think that's a great place to end today's discussion. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much, David. Take care. And thank you for watching. You've been watching me, David Dungate, on UC Today. If you like today's conversation, please give us a like and a share on social media. That's it from me. See you next time. <laughs>